Hello and welcome to the Sorry Meadows podcast. This week, ahead of Falcon and the Winter Soldier's release, we'll be doing a deep delve into WandaVision. I'm Sammy, and here with me today are Mike, Melanie, and joining us for the very first time in the main feed, Jack. Uh, but before we get into all things WandaVision, uh, if you like hearing our terrible opinions on all things pop culture, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sorry Meadows, or join us for a community watch along over on our second channel, Intermediate Studies of Podcast and Originality. Would also like to thank my brother Spike for composing our theme songs. Right now that the plugs are all plugged in, let's crack on. Uh, hi everyone. Hello. Hello. Uh, I thought we'd go around and sort of say general thoughts first, and then we'll get into all the deets after. So, uh, Mike, gen- general thoughts on Wonder Vision. I thought it was all right. I loved Wonder Story, and I was either indifferent about everything surrounding it, or in one case of something in the show, I hated it beyond belief and it a lot of the side stuff dragged the show down for me but wonder story i really liked but i thought the show as a whole was okay didn't love it didn't hate it uh melanie thoughts uh i really liked it i definitely loved the bits where like you know the the first half of the season with the well with like referencing tv shows and all that and like going through the times um i really really loved that i also kind I, I really love that they also brought back some characters so Jimmy Woo and Darcy um but I do also agree with you know it, it kind of kind of fizzles out by the end a little bit but I think overall I really liked watching it it was really entertaining okay uh and Jack yeah I, I'm with Melanie I really enjoy enjoyed this uh show um you can definitely tell it's made by the same people uh, as the MCU it's definitely of that caliber of quality when it comes to you know uh film media um I think it starts off really strong and peters out by the end um but I didn't think it was a bad ending uh, I yeah I really liked it I'm sort of in the middle of all of you guys I don't think it fizzled out by the ending I think the first three episodes crack in Belter, five out of five. Um, then the middle, like, two-thirds of this show, the middle third of it is sort of, like, a lot of nothing really happening. Um, and then I like where we get to by the end, like, I like the witchy vibes in Agatha's basement. Um, and it's sort of... But I, know, but I wish the sort of the finale was a bit more witchy and less... It's the villain who's the same as the hero, but they're a different colour. Uh, like, she's purple instead of red, so that makes her evil. Um, <laughs> so it sort of delved into a bit of a generic uh, finale, but, like, there's a lot of promise uh, there, I thought. Um, yeah, do you guys have uh, favourite episodes or, like, standout sort of moment from the show or... I suppose episode my my favorite episode was episode five because it was i think it's the point where i was at my most hype for the show and it's also the midpoint of the show and i think it's where the elements of the sitcom stuff combining with the real world coming crashing in worked really well because it's the it's the 80s one where the kids are growing up they get the dog vision starts to figure out what's going on they have the big argument at the end wonder tries to cut them off with the credits and at that point, I was getting really excited. Then Evan Peters showed up at the door, and I was hyped beyond any belief. And then 
after that, the show kind of lost me after that episode, but that episode was really strong to me. Okay. Uh, Melanie, do you want to go um, favourite episode? I, so my favourite episode, and I think it doesn't really have anything to do with the show, but I just <laughs> love the Halloween episode because they did Malcolm in the Middle. And I, <laughs> I, I grew up on Malcolm in the Middle, and I absolutely enjoyed that. But... Yeah, but I mean, also in general, the Halloween episode was really good. Um, you had Evan Peters being really cute with the with the boys and um, Vision, you know, going and like sort of figuring AWOL. figuring things out, going AWOL, exactly. You can't go the wrong best. with those uh, costumes either. What a fantastic... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, they're really good, the Halloween yeah. costumes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jack, um, I know Jack... Me and you have the same favorite episode for sort of the same reason, so I'll let you I'll let you talk about it. Yeah, so our favorite episode is um, episode two. Um, Do not touch the dial. I looked up on Netflix just before the show, so I don't know what it was called. <laughs> you looked up Netflix? on Netflix. Wow, that's so <laughs> oh, impressive! Oh my goodness! Yeah, I've I've hacked my Netflix to get all the Disney Plus uh, stuff. Uh, yeah, I I I really liked that episode. I think it's the most light-hearted one out of all of them. Um, there's loads of fun and jokes, um, but it's kind of filled with a lot of mystery as well. So with the first episode, um, it's just the sitcom, right? Uh, and then in episode two, you start getting the inklings of, you know, there being some the mystery world outside of this sitcom. Have... Because we know as the audience that Wanda and Vision, well, we know... Vision's dead, yeah. <laughs> and we know they're not in a sitcom. So, and you, I think this is the one where we see the the helicopter uh, drone the helicopter, in color, yeah. and the beehive man coming out the drain, and not knowing and the Wanda, context like, of that at... reverses it all, and it's sort of like, oh my god, if this show carries on like this, it's going to be impeccable, and it sort of didn't because two episodes <laughs> later, it was like, hit you know that big ominous mystery. Here's even, what it is. <laughs> even the next episode, I thought that fizzled a bit because I didn't. I wasn't the the seventies one where she had the kids. I thought there was mm. some good stuff in it, but that's the one where the sitcom stuff worked the least for me because I didn't. That was one where none of the jokes really landed for me, and I felt like we were getting a bit too into um, just moving too quickly into the real world. Yeah. Um, and then episode four just well, I... immediately dropped it all. I remember... So episode three was where some of the cracks started to show, but I was still interested in the mystery at that point. But I think episode two was where the mystery was at its most interesting for the whole show. Uh, I think I remember after episode four came out, like where you just have the whole episode um, setting up the sword base um, on the perimeter. Uh, I was like a bit eh about it in the chat that we all had. And you guys were like, no, because if you carried on with the sitcom stuff, you know then it would just sort of be like, okay, we've got more sitcom stuff. Uh, and I think you guys were, like, happy but, that we got it that yeah, early. That was, yeah, that was early on, though, when I didn't know what they had left in store. But when I realised that they didn't really there have any mystery much. left after that, and the little bits of mystery they did have left after that turned out to be absolutely nothing, like, in the long run. I look back and realised that that episode was just just saying, okay, we're dropping the mystery now. Okay. Bye. Um, well, whilst we're sort of talking about episode four being sword heavy um uh and things like that uh we'll talk about sword in general um is it hey hey mitch haywood haywood um and what a sword. boring man <laughs> and yeah, what's um, a boring, all, boring. Your, all of that part of the yeah, show it was, was so just like it was so bad the sword stuff i what, thought what it was what really annoyed me about 
Hayward by the end um, was sort of like, okay, he's tracking Vision. You know, Vision's this really powerful uh, guy. You know, he's sort of rivaling Thor in terms of like pure power levels. You know, obviously you're going to want that kept under lock and key. So like, obviously he's set in opposition to Wanda. So he's an antagonist, but he's not a villain. But then by the end, he's like, by the end, he's just like, I'm going to shoot these children. And it's like, why? You know, (laughs) they're not real. You know, they're not real. (laughs) His motivation for the whole show is so unclear. And at the end, he turns super evil all of a sudden and shoots the kids just so you can have him be arrested at the end. Because that's what's going to happen with the villains. And (laughs) he's talking about, oh, I'm tracking Vision's body inside the hex. It's like, are you? Because you've got it. Yeah, you've got it. How are you doing that? Uh, I saw a theory or something online or I listened to a podcast or something about this. Um, you know, saying that he was tracking Vision's mind because she had, like, well, recreated didn't say something it about vibranium in the show? It's tracking vibranium. Yeah, he's tracking the vibranium with... No, the... you're tracking Wanda's mind juice. Yeah, it's... you're tracking... Yeah. Mind juice? <laughs> and if they're, tracking, if they're tracking Vision's mind, that doesn't make much sense either because his mind got destroyed. Yeah. It's gone. Um, yeah, it doesn't... Um, it's not... It's not great is it and then uh, it's just the sword stuff in general it didn't because we they put so much focus on it and it didn't actually go anywhere at all like i like seeing jimmy darcy and monica, monica come back i, I like seeing time we properly two got monica. of them they were really good characters yeah. i liked seeing two but of them they were barely in the finale yeah yeah they, they never went on to do anything the sword stuff only really led to white vision who literally who... did nothing. And, <laughs> and, he, and he was and only couldn't... set up in a post credit scene as well. Like, if he's yeah. going to be your main, like, and we're going to fight I... Vision with Vision um, thing, like, it, I... put it in the episode. <laughs> Don't give yeah. us, a, like, I a quick help... pan-up tease at, after the I credits. Couldn't help... I couldn't help while watching it thinking, the most telling thing about how pointless this is is that the characters don't know who it is. Because at no point did Wonder and Vision go, wait, who's that guy? Why is that my husband but why? <laughs> like, no one thought to ask and I don't think if you look back there's no point where Wonder or Vision wouldn't even know who that person is yeah they just fight him and then he flies away and I have a feeling the whole point in that is just so they can bring Vision back and I didn't want Vision back because I... that's now every death except Tony has been I undone I did um, but I thought they were just like they'd fuse the two together um, like the the Wonder construct and then the actual sort of physical form uh, I thought she would do some like jiggery pokery and like fuse them together, um, sort of like put like a hex thing like in his head, so like he's always in the hex because like the hex moves with him or something like that. Um, but it's... something really funny about the um, the vision stuff is I I don't know how I forgot to do this. I guess I hadn't watched a lot of Marvel stuff for a while. But I wasn't watching end credits because I didn't know there were. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, right. so when for, most, for most episodes I mean, well, there weren't. Like you, so people stopped yeah, like, trying to look. Putting something in a post-credit scene. Yeah, putting something in a post-credit scene for a film is fine, but putting something in a post-credit scene for One Division that's important feels yeah. like too much of a risk because people were turning off the credits in the other episodes because these episodes were half an hour and ten minutes of that was credits in all the other episodes. So it felt pretty safe to turn it off. And then episode seven, all of a sudden there's post-credit scenes that are important. Because yeah. like, if you miss the one yeah. of Quicksilver in quotation marks taking Monica as well, you you would reach the finale and be like, why is she in his Or attic? you'd have missed White well, Vision. Yeah, I missed like, all of them. Totally. It's, more, it's like one of my 
problems. Like they should have just um, been in the last episode. Yeah, like it's like what mm-hmm. I was sort of saying about Far From Home, where Mysterio releases Peter's identity in a post-credit scene. But like, if you're not watching the credit scenes, then it's sort of like. Yeah. I know it's a film, so it's like slightly at different. Point, at that film. point in the films, at that point in the films, you should notice stay. Yeah. But in One Division, you need them in all of the episodes or just the last episode. You can't just yeah. put them yeah. at random points. Well, yeah. Vision, yeah. Vision turned up out of nowhere when I was watching it because you hadn't so, like, seen them. I had no idea Silver Vision was a thing until he was like, "Oh, I'm here and I'm fighting you what? now." And there was like no so build Jack, up to me. You had the same background for that villain as the main characters of the show yep. did. Yeah, I think I also didn't see that <laughs> yeah. um, post-credit scene. Uh, I speak, although I did like the ship of Theseus discussion where they were like, okay, well, we can't fight each other physically because we're sort of like, you know, we're exactly the same sort of thing. Um, but mentally, we'll go into sort of like a robot sort of philosophical fight um, about, you know, you're supposed to destroy vision, but like, aren't we technically both vision? And then I, I did really like how it sort of resolved it. It's just setting I, it up was... I really poor. liked... I really liked their fight yeah. as well, with them sort of attacking each other, phasing through each other. I thought that was all really well done. Uh, well, whilst we're sort of... I, I want to talk about... Can I talk about Vision a bit in the show in general, can we, though? Should we do Cause... Monica and the rest of them first, since we've already sort of mentioned that sort of trio? Oh. And then we'll, we'll jump yeah. back into... Yeah, uh, I don't think Monica needed to be there at all. Um, she did, she did, I don't think any of those she, characters she did. Didn't, yeah. they didn't do anything. <laughs> didn't do anything i liked seeing jimmy and darcy remain sort of quite interesting for me like jimmy's obviously jimmy and darcy sort of combating it on the outside um not well even not really darcy that episode where she goes on yeah, a darcy road trip with vision in there. that episode where she goes on a road trip with vision and it's the the um mockumentary style just did not do anything for me that entire mm. that entire episode i think that was when the oh. um the sitcom tropes were their weakest for me uh, because I also got annoyed that they chose Modern Family yeah, for the naughty sitcom right? and not Community. This is the MCU. It's yeah, had but... loads of films by the Russo no, brothers. No, come on. Who Modern Family has much more of an impact than Community. How dare you, Melanie? <laughs> Melanie's not listening fa- to our. More people know Modern Melanie Family than Community. To our community, watch Community all. didn't get rubbish for its last few seasons. Yeah, but more people know Modern Family than Community. But if you'd like yeah, to know, I don't if care. you'd like to know more about Community, <laughs> you can follow our watch along. Uh, Intermediate <laughs> Studies of Podcast and Originality, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, <laughs> um, do you know the most annoying thing about Monica's role in the show? Obviously, she was there to, so they could explain her getting her superpowers through Shadow from Captain Marvel two. That's fine because the MCU always explain done that. What her powers It's are. the fact that she she was the one who at the end forgave Wanda, and that meant oh, Wanda can go. Yeah, and it's this all was a note I had. But Wanda Wanda's forgiveness was too easy. Like she imprisoned that town for ages, hmm. and the people in the town, the police, none of them had any say. None of the Avengers showed up. It was Monica of all people who forgave but, her, but, and those two they'd met like yeah, twice. Mon- ever. And what? And what? It's like, you'll never know what you sacrificed and, for them. It's like, yeah, but they'll know about how you and tortured also, them. The people were just allowed to look at her angrily, and that's. And it. also, one of the times when they did meet, she threw her out of the hex. <laughs> it was not. It wasn't yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. And the other time, the other time she ignored her and tried to fight her. Um, so like, those two were not friends. <laughs> yeah, I was. One of my notes was sort of like when we talk about the ending sort of and the sort of implications of it is uh, is Wanda forgiven slash should she be and I'm like sort of no but I don't know if the MCU sort of no. has the the sort of guts to really be a do like a sort of sequel uh, in terms of like continuing the character sort of story not like 
a WandaVision season two because uh, I don't think there'll be one um, to do. No, you're not but forgiven. You actually, that's worse. That's almost war crime. She's grief level. stricken, Sam. If you were grief stricken, wouldn't you hijack an entire city you know, full you know of what, people? To you do know what, Jack? You convinced me. You're right. Side, I absolutely good. would. But... <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's it's kind of tried to make it out that her actions just had no consequences and that's fine because she was slavery. sad it's slavery it's and like it's awful yeah <laughs> it's true yeah. even though like the whole actions have consequences thing it was her actions that led to civil war which led to the whole universe dying so Wanda should be very familiar with the fact that her actions like, should have consequences I know Wanda's had a very rough time of it in the MCU like her life has not been easy harder than anyone her life has not been easy but you don't get away with enslaving like a town full of like what how many people like a couple hundred people because like when in the halloween episode where vision's wandering around the outskirts and you have that woman trying to like put the clothesline up and she's like uh sort of looped in like this sort of motion and it's not doing anything uh that's horrifying there's like tears streaming out of her eyes but she can't blink because wanda won't let her and I'm, I'm hoping hmm. i'm hoping doctor strange calls her out on it and goes you're a bad magic person yeah because uh, <laughs> like his like whole thing Agnes is, tried to yeah speaking of bad magic persons is, no no hold on i want to I <laughs> yeah, go go because dr strange's whole thing is that he protects the world from magic threats right yeah. and there's the most powerful sorcerer in the world is currently imprisoning people he doesn't show up for that but when thor's chilling in new york with his brother He'll kidnap them. <laughs> We're just trying to visit uh, our dad in like well, an Mike, old person's Mike, home. It's okay. <laughs> they justify it by saying that she's more powerful than him. So no, clearly they he's justify scared. it by ignoring he exists. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even like, Benedict Cumberbatch say, oh, has you can't said expect people to show up in other people's films because uh, you can even... with Doctor Strange because he's done it. <laughs> Even as it come about, she said, I'm sorry, I wasn't there. <laughs> you know, like, he, he put out a thing saying, I'm sorry, Doctor Strange wasn't at the end. Um, it's baffling that they didn't think to add him in. But well, I'm not saying it has to have cameos, but it has to have an explanation of why he's ignoring it. Uh, Darcy has shown up, and Doctor Strange hasn't. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we shuffle over, speaking of sort of magic in magiciness, uh, to Agatha. Was it her all along? What did she no. actually do? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Apart from she was give cool us the heroic origins of Wanda, and, and I didn't need said, it. Oh, no. Oh, it was Agatha all along. Actually, no, it wasn't. Her plan made no sense. She wants to find out the source of Wanda's power by messing with her sitcoms and then taking her back through time and also not really finding out the source of her power, but kind of she knew it all along because she had the book anyway. The so, song was a banger, yeah. though. The song is an absolute bop. <laughs> But yes, but, but it doesn't mean like anything. it does that. It does that. Um, little all the stuff that comes after where it's like this was Monica along, and the first thing it cuts through is the magic show, and it's like the rabbits hopping away, and I'm like doesn't the rabbit? They're like, oh, okay, I guess we'll just change what we do in the trick. Then it's not like a big yeah. deal. The biggest thing she yeah. did was conjure Quicksilver. Uh, I hope you guys listening at home can see my air quote fingers <laughs> bouncing there, Mike. Um. Please rant on my behalf as well. No, I'll rant about Quicksilver later because that's <laughs> we'll get there. That needs its own. Okay, uh, Agatha. <laughs> but, Agatha. Uh, what do people think of Agatha? Um, I think that Agatha had the second worst line in this whole show, and that was, "This is chaos magic that makes you the Scarlet Witch." Because that line is exactly the same in every way that it matters. As so, what are we? Some kind of Suicide Squad? So what are we? Some <laughs> kind of the Scarlet Witch? Yeah, it's exactly the same. It's like. How if if Catherine Hahn can't deliver that line well, then cut it out. 
Yeah, she voices um, Doc Ock in Spider Verse. Yeah, she Although, was so good in the rest of the show. Yeah, we do get um, to. Is that the furthest back we've ever gone in the MCU? Gorn? Was it like the sixteen, seventeen hundreds or something? Gone. Uh, yeah. yeah, we've gone uh, no, all the not, way to the Salem been, Witch we've Trials. Been to the dawn of time. When was that? In Where Thor. Was that? Oh yeah. Oh. Thor was anyway, um. <laughs> I really like the Salem Witch Trial stuff and like the aesthetic yeah, like there yeah. and But also Agatha's they basement. made out that maybe they had a point. Yeah, yeah justifying right. the Salem Witch Trials. Right? It's, not, it's okay it's because the witches were lynching each other. <laughs> that makes it okay. <laughs> yeah, this um, wasn't the Salem Witch Trials. This was just witch stuff this happening this in this Salem. Was a bit of Ag- Agatha Witch Trials. Yeah. Um, I didn't like, like a bit of girl episode on girl. eight. People, people really loved episode eight, but I didn't like it. Like it was all just stuff we see. It was heroic already. origins. They, uh. they got it wrong as well. And this is going. This is really nitpicky, and I know I can't judge it for this. But do you know when we see the scene of the family getting blown up by the bomb, and then they're hiding under the table, with mm-hmm. the, under the bed, and the bombs in front of them. Mm-hmm. In Age of Ultron, and I know this is really nitpicky. In Age of Ultron, she says, "We were trapped under that bed for days." With only one, with a bomb, with only one word written on it, Stark. And then we see it in WandaVision. It says Stark Industries. I mean, the most like, traumatic moment of her up. life. She forgot part of. Shut up, Mike. She well, said one know, word. Yeah. She said it had one uh, word on I it. Liked, you know how I did like. Works. I liked seeing the scenes in the Hydra Lab, but for all of that episode, it's like I. She's already told us this. I don't need to see it. Do something new with this um yeah i didn't and also so she was magic all along and the soul stone didn't do anything yeah because i thought the, sorry the mind the whole, stone didn't do anything the whole point is that that's why you got your powers from right yeah isn't that the... the mind stone made her brother fast and did nothing to her what was that silhouette though it was like someone was coming well, that was the out was wearing her costume from later in the show wait oh so it's her granting her jack. powers jack Jack, it's uh, chaos magic, and that makes I'm her completely the Scarlet. Lost. That makes her the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, so it's fine. I'm um, so confused. Yeah, Do me we too. Yeah, exactly. I'm so lost. See, that's the thing. The second you put Thor into Agatha's plan and the actual Scarlet Witch stuff, it doesn't make any sense. At She's all. like, I'm gonna. I need to figure out what all this power is coming from. Okay, it's definitely coming from Wanda. Let's turn up in her sitcoms for a little bit and not really do anything about it. <laughs> Until why would why I would tell she her because I kidnapped her kids? Road like she was at the edge of the um, like wonders magic because she wanted to mess with Vision or yeah. something. Who was part of all anyway? She... So... Wait, uh, but how so would she know what... Vision would go there? Wait, was like... that explained? Because she knew everything all along, oh, but okay. also didn't. <laughs> um, so what she should have done is kidnap her fake children and then be like, "Give me all your power, or I kill them." Like yeah. that—that's it. That's the deal. I don't need a—I don't need a mind tour of your history. That we've seen this. I—I've been told this. I've read it on leaked shield files or something. You know, I don't need it. I also thought that when she actually started fighting Wanda, it was really boring because we've seen how cool magic is in the MCU. Oh, I've done. I thought that fight this. didn't make good use mm. of it. But like, I thought the way that Wanda was tricking her and did the runes was cool, but it, it was just firing like uh, lights at each other. Freaking, well, like flying around in a like, tracksuit bottoms, firing <laughs> lasers at each other. And in Doctor Strange, you see all these like cool symbols and like 
Is it the same magic? I think it's the same magic, no, right? Yeah, it is, but it is, but she's more powerful than him, so she doesn't have to do any of the cool stuff. Oh, so she well, could just fire sort of, her lasers sort of, out of it's her It sort hand. of implies that she has, like, more. all this raw talent, so she doesn't know quite how to harness it, whereas, obviously, Stranger sort of studied, so he knows, like... He knows exactly what he's doing, whereas Wanda's sort of like, ah, someone's attacking me, I'm just going to throw hurt at them. <laughs> it hurts whereas obviously strange is like okay i'm gonna multiply myself now i'm gonna zap them with all these oh dr strange man he's so cool what you're saying he's is so dr cool. strange is an artist something else which yeah. is really strange annoying is about that final fight is earlier we we are shown that scarlet witch or whatever her face is wanda doesn't know anything about runes She's like, oh, then, runes, don't you know about this? It's basic magic. And then later on, she's like, I made all these runes, didn't you know about that? Well, <laughs> I just did this one earlier. <laughs> um, so what do we think about Agatha returning? Like, she will, definitely. She'll be like a Hannibal Lecter oh, kind yeah. of... I think, she she I think she'll be better later. I just When they release her she, as the villain of Multiverse to... of Madness. <laughs> no, I think she needs to be a side character and not a main villain. And if she does come back as a main villain, she needs a plan that's not absolute nonsense the second you think about it for a second. Well, she just needs to do like a, a Loki journey, right? Where she's sort of like the villain and then she's sort of a good arc and she kind yeah. of grows. And it's probably going to be those two fighting off some multiverse yeah, I was, I was parademons or whatever. Give her a redemption Not parademons, <laughs> that's DC. <laughs> Uh, give her a redemption uh, arc you want to give her a redemption arc because you killed a dog mm. <laughs> oh given, and I killed I've, I've given redemption arcs to people to characters have, that have done well worse than killing a dog I don't know but yeah <laughs> you know redemption arcs in TV shows are fun so yes I want to okay. give her a redemption arc um okay God, right here we go. We'll start on the positives. Uh, I want to talk about Wanda's sort of family first. We'll start with the kids. I can see. Oh, great fun! Yeah, yeah. We'll I start with the kids. Start with the positives. Yeah. Well, it's not Quicksilver, okay? If that's what, yeah. if that's where your head's at, Jack, you can just leave this podcast no, no, right no. now. Uh, <laughs> no, Melanie. Right. We'll do the kids first, and then we'll get into okay. Quicksilver and. <laughs> Mike is just going to have the the mic for like two uninterrupted minutes and you guys can rebuff. Uh, (laughs) uh, What do we think of the kids? Um, So I I think the kids were were good fun and well, yeah, they were were fun. And then um, what I didn't like at all was how they ended. So... um, I really liked that last scene with them. Well, no... I, I liked it no. when, when she was... No, you're oh, not I'm so honest. sorry. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> no, I mean... Slap on um, the wrist there. <laughs> she she just... It's it's not about... It's not that I didn't like how the kids, you know, were at the end. It was more that Wanda just sort of said goodbye and it was like, Toodles, closed the door <laughs> and left them to die. Well, yeah, but the main heartfelt Just like in a Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead is saying bye to um, Vision. Even though it's not going to be but goodbye because you can't have it both ways, WandaVision. Also, those kids, feels... those kids will be back. Those kids yeah, but, will 100% be back. But she feels like a mother to them, right? She has actual like motherly feelings for them. And yeah, I don't believe true. that a mother who feels that strongly towards her kids would just leave well, them there I, knowing I that they would... I disagree because she doesn't want to scare them, so she's sort of like treating it like a good night. Um, like mm. us, I love you. Thanks for thanks for choosing me to be your mum, even though I conjured you out of nothing. 
Um, mm. Doesn't one of them have like mind reading abilities? Yeah, it's right. weird. <laughs> yeah. One of them yeah. got her brother. One of them got her brother's power, and one of them got her husband's. But neither of them can do magic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, it's amazing magic, how so they never scarlet them, kids. Neither <laughs> of them got adamantium skin, which uh, <laughs> would have been a really good uh, genetic pass down from the dad. I I just thought one of those kids looked just enough like Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle to make that Malcolm in the Middle <laughs> episode work really well. <laughs> uh, I thought they just were both, enough like it. <laughs> I thought they were both really good actors. I like sort of seeing them zip around and interact with Wanda and like the rest of the world. And you have that nice yeah. Incredibles sort of shot in the finale where they all like team up to fight everyone. <laughs> um, okay, right, you get right, Melanie, <laughs> Jack, and then me. We're all gonna stay quiet. We're gonna have a minute silence uh, in memoriam for the for what could have been. Whilst Mike, uh, I can see Mike's face is just so red already. So, <laughs> go, go on, Mike. Evan Peters showing up in this show, I really, really hate <laughs> a lot, and it's not it's not because oh they didn't introduce the multiverse and that was my fan theory and that's what I wanted. It's that it was another moment of just like the Mandarin in the MCU, the MCU setting something up just to pull the rug out with no reason other than to mess with the fans. And it was, he showed up at the door, and people can say, oh yeah, but it was never supposed to be a big deal. If it's not supposed to be a big deal, don't treat it as the big reveal at the end of your episode. Because that was a moment that was clearly designed to get people talking. He showed up at the door, then the next episode they still have a bit of mystery, then after the next episode, he vanishes for a bit, and then comes back later, and literally the only reason of him coming back is, boner, which is a rubbish line, it's a really bad joke. (laughs) Um, and it means that the whole point in him showing up was just so you could get people excited about the end of that episode. And then he never did anything and ended on a boner joke. And, also, and it's not just... Yeah. Ho- no. Go <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's worse than no. when Melanie does it. <laughs> and it's, um, it's the, it was the creators of the show abusing what the fans already knew about this character. So this is a version of the character that we'd seen play this character in something else. And they'd announced already that the upcoming film, there was going to be a multiverse of madness and that Wanda was going to be in it. And I think you put those three things together and don't expect your fans to get excited is really dumb. But then to not only... Because even if they hadn't done the multiverse, they could have done something interesting with that version of the character to replace it. And it's the same as in Iron Man 3, where my problem is that the Mandarin is ruined for the joke and then replaced with a villain that's much less interesting and this is even worse than that because he shows up and then instead of being replaced with a, with something less interesting he's not replaced with anything so he shows up and then it doesn't mean anything and the whole point was to get fans excited and that to me epitomized what a lot of the show was doing in the early stages and that's why after this point the show fell apart a lot for me and it's because they were setting up a lot of this stuff early on to get people really excited and then it turns out it was the setup they wanted people to get really excited about, but they didn't care about how they followed it off. And that's why Sword went nowhere. It's why White Vision went nowhere. It's why there was a lot of stuff like setting up who the aerospace engineer was, who the um, who the person in witness protection was, all these mysteries like that, bringing in all these characters and then having them all just fizzle away at the end because they didn't care how they ended it. They didn't want good payoff. They just wanted fans to be excited and get talking about when these moments happened. And it's this. I hate the Quicksilver stuff the most, but it shows it's just the best example of the biggest cracks in the whole show for me. Mm. Didn't the... No, you guys can go. I 100% (laughs) agree, but Evan Peter's kind of cute, though. Yeah, but... Melanie, keep it in your pants, okay? (laughs) 
Evan Peters is amazing. Or Peter Evans is Sammy for some reason. Thinks he's no, no. Evan Peters is amazing. One time, guys. Um, one time. Evan Peters is amazing. But when you've got Evan Peters on screen and it's making me angry, yeah. then you know you've you, messed up really bad. Didn't, didn't the... That, um, he's played that character four times now. And 50% of those times, it's only been to get fans excited and then ruin it. Because he shows up in... Uh, Days of Future Past and Apocalypse and he gets a good bunch of stuff. He's written out of Days of Future Past pretty quickly, but they explain why. Dark Phoenix and WandaVision now, he shows up, does nothing and then he's gone. And then he shows up later on with a lame joke. Doug, didn't... Twice now they've used that version of the character in a bad way. Didn't... I hate Dark Phoenix and I hate him in this show. Did he's pretty well, good in Deadpool characters though. in the X-Men movies. Alright, Mike, Mike, take a breather, have some water. No! Uh, <laughs> didn't the showrunner head writer um, say she didn't thought she didn't think that people would get excited about Quicksilver. Yeah, <laughs> didn't so she say that? It's like, what were you, what were you expecting? If you cast him, yeah. cast so what the same you, actor why from, did you, put him in it then? you know, you bought the X Men from Fox. You know, you sort of like bought Fox and got the X Men. Re, re, recast Quicksilver as the one we've got. With a character recast Quicksilver and... as Quicksilver. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It would be like, look at it this way. Like, imagine and, and if we it's reached a dick joke. It's a dick joke imagine, at the end. Yeah. It's like... Imagine <laughs> imagine if we reach Spider-Man 3, right? And then Spider-Man's doing something. Then he meets Tobey Maguire in a Spider-Man costume. And, and he's all goes. like, hi, I'm Peter Parker. And then at the end he goes, lol, I just bought this costume from a shop and I wanted to have a laugh. People get really angry yeah. that you put Tobey Maguire in saying he's going to be Spider-Man and then you pull the rug out and he's actually not. And this is the same... Even if it's with a less popular character, it doesn't mean it makes it any better. That made it sound like we hate the entire show, and I just want to clarify. Yeah, I really no, like the show, guys. No, I don't. <laughs> I, yeah, I had positives. I think all the sitcom stuff is really fun. I think, I think Wanda's first... story oh, of I really want to setting watch up... Malcolm in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I think setting Wanda's story up, showing her sort of grief, her progression through the show. Wanda was the main character. She got the most focus, and her stuff was good enough, and the sitcom stuff was funny enough that it kept most of the show... Yeah. Very enjoyable for me. The sit- but there was too much stuff that dragged it down a lot. The sitcom hmm. stuff for me sort of tailed off the more of it we got because it got closer to things that I watch all the time anyway. Um, so I, was, I wasn't like, oh, look at that cool, you know, like aesthetic in terms of like the black and white and the aspect ratio and um, like the 80s, uh, not the 80s, 80s? I don't know, one of the earlier ones. All, um, all the decades. 60s. All of them, <laughs> every the 90s, decade. They skip um, the 90s, they skip the 90s. <laughs> No, because it's um, when her kids Don't grow they up. Do full the, house? When her kids grow up in the middle of the episode. Full House is eighties. No, because oh. when the oh, kids okay. grow up, the aesthetic changes as well. To like, so they do two decades in one episode. I think they just right, didn't okay. want to do Friends, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly it. They didn't want to do Friends. Well, um, so you can't. Friends. Yeah. So because yeah. it got a, it got. I was like really into the black and white stuff in the first two episodes because I was like, obviously, I don't watch a lot of that. Uh, and I really like the the humor and the setups and the, the the tropes and stuff work really well there. But by the time it gets to Wanda and Darcy on a road trip, and they're just like taking breaks, and even Vision, vi- even Vision, uh, sorry, yeah, even Vision by the end of that episode is like, wait, what am I doing here? I just got to go off and do it. And that's when your characters are like, hang on, this episode has been this entire episode has been filler, and I need to go and do an actual thing now. Wait a minute! That's I can know. fly. Yeah, that, that was that was one of the things that annoyed me. Another thing that annoyed me about the show. I'm making it sound like I really hate the show. I had a fun time. I thought Wonder Story was good. The show was fun. Headline for this it. podcast: Mike hates Wonder Vision. <laughs> Mike hates a solid fifty percent of Wonder Vision. 
vision, it should have been called wonder, and then in brackets and a lowercase font, vision. <laughs> <laughs> he was such a side character. He was in it a lot early on, and then as you said, he just got less and less screen time, and then went on a road trip. It's like, you can fly at super speed. You got out here yourself in like 10 minutes. Not even that, like... <laughs> um, my also, favorite Darcy part. successfully explained the plot of Infinity War and Endgame to Vision enough that he could give White Vision all the memories of the entire MCU. So how how much does Darcy know these events? <laughs> that she managed to explain <laughs> it to him in like ten minutes. Darcy's definitely got like a um, a blog feed where she like writes up everything that's happening, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My favorite also, part Darcy of this show. It takes Thor characters a Mike, third appearance to Mike, end up good. Mike. Hush, we're going to let Jack talk for a bit because he hasn't no. said much in a while. Jack's not allowed to talk. Jack is a very welcome guest on this podcast and I am the host <laughs> and I will mute you, Mike. <laughs> Who's uh, editing this? <laughs> I am. Um, my favourite part of this show is um, they get this super high-tech truck so they it's can grab it at right? full speed at a hex. That's their oh, yeah. plan. And it doesn't work. Fast. It's not like a Mars it doesn't rover work. as well. She ends up walking. In. <laughs> yeah, that was her plan. Just charge in with this super powerful rover. She literally called up NASA and was like, can I borrow one of your Mars rovers? <laughs> that, I, I, I promise I won't break it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking um, of whilst we're on a Elizabeth Olsen deserves an Emmy. Yeah, she does. She's excellent. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but She's whilst, we're on, a, whilst we're on a train of frustrating things... Uh, Melanie, you called me out and said, maybe I'm taking this too seriously. Um, they bigged up uh, Star Wars level cameo. And for, for um, context, uh, at the end of The Mandalorian Season 2, there's a huge, huge cameo. I was cameo. just going to say, don't spoil it. Um, yeah. So I'm going to spoil it. Uh, no. Okay, well, okay, I won't. But um, at the end you of The Mandalorian... literally cannot do that. Yeah. At the end of The Mandalorian Season 2... Uh, Kylo a, Ren shows up. A big character. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um. Yeah. He's Jar Jar, right? But they they CGI Jar Jar. Face Jar, Jar shows up. Misa de Mandalorian now, sir. Um, anyway, there's a massive character. Massive character. A big character shows up. Very big, like big. Whoa! Can't believe this guy showed up. Um, and they said that in this show there was going to be an equivalent. Um, and this was paired with Paul Bettany saying yeah. that there's an actor I've always wanted to work with yeah. and haven't. Paul um, Bettany said there'll be a Jar Jar Binks level cameo in this show. <laughs> well, that's the, I don't think he said that. Okay. But I think someone else don't... said it was going to be no, like it was, Star that was Wars him. level. That was him as oh. well. Was it all because... just Paul Bettany? Because yeah, in that case, I think Bettany. he was just I... like, because, you know, um, he was yeah. screwing I with think, us. I think Having it was Paul just Paul Bet... Bettany trolling. And if it was an isolated thing, I think it would be funny that Paul Bettany was trolling. But when there were so many mysteries set up in the show that all had a pretty unsatisfying payoff, that on top of those is pretty bad. <laughs> well, for me, if all the mysteries what... in the show had been satisfying, then it well, might have been all right. For but me, to do that as well. <laughs> what made this frustrating was saying the Star Wars stuff. Not there's an actor I've always wanted to work with, and it's me, lol. Um, you know, Paul Bettany, you, you rascal. Uh, I don't <laughs> mind that. Saying it's a Star Wars level cameo is just needlessly setting up something that you're never going to match because people will go in like, sure. you know, there are so many like big players people were expecting to rock up. And Vision Flash is... Flashbender. <laughs> yeah, but... but... Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> um, so, no offence, Paul Bettany, I love you. You're a fantastic actor. Um, and I really love Vision, one of my favourite MCU characters. But you're not at 
that Star Wars, you're not at the Mandalorian season two level in terms of big, important, dramatic reveals. I like, mean, that's he not... obviously... And you revealed it in a post credit scene as well. It's just like... A... He obviously didn't think he was Star Wars level. Like, that was still him trying... No, I think... What I think, I read somebody... Um, like I read something on, on the internet and it was like, well, if there is really a Star Wars level like Mandalorian reveal, who could it even be? Because literally Iron Man... Doctor no, Strange, Reed Richards, actual, actually Quicksilver, the, the rest level. of the X-Men, Magneto. That would, not, that would not have been at the same level. Would he Nothing not mean would have been Seeing the rest no. of the X-Men fold in from another universe would have been huge. That would have Why been Star earned. Wars level, it though. would not have been at the same level as that person that showed up at the end of The Mandalorian. When he says Star Wars level reveal, surely he just meant, oh, I was in Star Wars. And it's me. That's yeah, what he meant, right? Dryden Voss. Dryden. He, he didn't mean always like Crimson Dawn. With it was like yeah. you know Mandalorian level reveal. I it's... completely yeah. forgot he was in Star Wars. How's it Solo? I don't... Solo's oh, okay. excellent. Um, Solo is fine. And right, I... anyway, we'll <laughs> just like have a cool down. Let's talk about some 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 positives. Uh, yeah, we've we've done a lot of the bad <laughs> stuff. We actually like the show. How, a lot of how excellent like is the um, set design and the aesthetics for all the different? Oh yeah, like the the people who build the sets and set the aesthetics and coloring and editing and like writing it all, uh, especially these early episodes. They like nail the periods. Yeah, it matches um, the eras mm. perfectly. And I think the yeah. show's use of not just the visuals with the eras and things, but the use of sort of shifting aspect ratio to make you feel like you were in the air and stuff was really cool. And yeah. massive props to, like, the the cast. Not just um, Wonder and Vision, but, like, the townsfolk as well for, like, these early episodes where they're they're doing all, like, the the physicalities um, that are, like, associated with sort of that era uh, and, like, the way that they deliver their lines and stuff. It's all excellent. Um, yeah. yeah. I really like the black and white aesthetic and how it moves uh, and the colors change and even at times you see it like switch from black and white to um color like in one shot is really nice visuals and um yeah, yeah it's just I, such a beautiful I, show. I think the proof i think one of the things that like proves that elizabeth olsen and paul bettany probably deserve emmys for this show as well is how flawlessly they switch between it all like every time the screen itself switched and sort of changed color to a different era or changed aspect ratio to a different era or changed set to a different era, their performances changed massively to match it. And because mm-hmm. of those two, you always felt like you were in the era you were in. I think if those two hadn't been able to handle it, all the production I sets never had wouldn't doubts. have saved it, but they, they did it really well. I never had doubts that they wouldn't be able to carry it. It was just... I think my but overall. This is of, both of their best performances in the MCU. I think where I'm at with this show is it's a good show with a lot of missed potential. Mm. Yeah, that's, and I think because for I'm me, like because you you can I can pretty easily split this show into first half and second half. Yeah. Because the first three episodes I really like. Third episode a little bit less, but um, and episode five I loved, and then everything after that sort of slowly just fizzled out for me. But I it doesn't mean that I didn't love like the first half of the show. And even like the the, is it the penultimate one where we go through Wanda's like history 
Was that the yeah. third to last yeah. one? But like, there's like aspects in the last. There's like bits of the last few episodes that I really like. Like the yeah, I just endorsing the witch trials is like off a bit not overall. right, but like that aesthetic and in Agatha's basement is really cool. Um, so I sort of wish it had been a bit more. Yeah, I think it needed just of turning into... another another read through of the script before shooting it because um, apparently there was a scene that they cut and decided not to film where Monica and Ralph Boner for. Uh, Agatha's Boner. rabbit after it turned into a demon. Oh, and that sounds really cool. And they thought, that you sounds... know what? No one wants to see that. <laughs> they, want to see tra- <laughs> they want to do see. They want to see tracksuit uh, wizard laser fight in the sky. That's what they want. <laughs> um, so yeah, what what are you guys? What are you guys' thoughts on sort of the ending and sort of things moving forward? Like, are we expecting Sword to have a big role moving forward or not really because they arrested the head of it? Um, I think Sword is going to be a through line for some of the shows, the same way S.H.I.E.L.D. was in sort of the MCU phase one. So I think I wouldn't be surprised if Sword show up in Falcon and the Winter Soldier again and and a bit in some of the other shows. Yeah, Yeah. because isn't... The fanta- isn't that where the Fantastic Four sort of operate out of initially? I don't know. No. I might be wrong. Oh, okay. No. I guess I was wrong. Um, the fast- Fantastic Four didn't operate out of anywhere initially. They were the first Marvel heroes properly. They just operated out of a spaceship. spaceship. And then came back to Earth. And... <laughs> um, Should, um, Sword just felt like S.H.I.E.L.D. 2 to me. Yeah. It didn't, didn't feel distinct enough. No. I'm not sure they are. Because yeah. uh, Sword is supposed to be Space S.H.I.E.L.D. But yeah, it didn't feel like that. Shield, this, for the last few seasons, Shield were already Space Shield. And also, <laughs> they, they why are you sending Sword after Wanda then? Like when she's on Earth, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are you exactly. doing? But also, I think the proof that the Sword stuff could have been much more interesting is we've had a TV show that's very similar to like to that. We got seven seasons of it. The six of those seasons were excellent, and no one watched it. It's like this is yeah. MCU TV, and no one cares. And all of a sudden, MCU TV is massive. So why is... did you all ignore? Agents of Shield. Of, is Agents of Shield on Disney Plus? Yep. It should be. Yeah. Certainly gonna, is. I'm gonna go and watch it on Disney Plus. You then. should. It's really good. Yes, because it's got fits in it. It's got. You know, fits. when Melanie called me out, it hurt. Then Mike called me out, and it hurt more. But now you're both calling me out, and it's just not. <laughs> no, no, we're not calling not... you out. We're, we're praising just recommending. Agents of Shield because not enough people praise Agents of Shield. Yeah. Also, um, the Darkhold showed up in this show, which now has a very complicated history in the MCU, because that showed up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. first, and it's been through the hands of so many characters, which at certain points involves... It's the, the magic book that she found Scarlet oh, no, I was going to say, what is it? That has been in the hands of a robot, Ghost Rider, hinted at, at being with Doctor Strange at one point. It's been with Morgan Le Fay from the story of King Arthur, and then she lost it, and it ended up with Agatha, and now Wanda's got it. So that's been with some people. Yeah. What do we think about White Vision? Like, obviously he'll be, he's out there kicking and rocking around. When do we think he'll next show up? Um, I'm just still very confused about White Vision, if I'm going to be honest. I, I think I think he's just, just Vision now. I think they've so just he's... decided to bring Vision back. Well, and now universe, Gamora, Loki and Vision he's are all back. Vision, he's Vision but without he is, all of his got... memories, but then uh, yeah. fake Vision, like, bypassed the security on he... him? I don't know. He'll be back in Multiverse of Madness, and by the end of that, he'll just be full vision again. What is in, Multiverse um, of the, Madness? It's the Doctor Strange, Strange, Strange film. Oh, okay. In the um, uh, which, comics, um, which I've never read, in, confirmed. Don't they? Isn't the White Vision emotionless, more robotic than the uh, the colourful one? Don't know. Yeah, he is. 
but I'm not sure they'll go that way now that he's had the memories back. I think he's just going to make a transition pretty quickly. Well, it might be so, like a oh, I these are this happened to this guy, and I can look at that and look at it like it's a screen, right? And he doesn't really care about it. He just uses it for information. So I think it, they're going to go that route. It's like Maybe. a third-person point-of-view memory situation. Now that I think about it, all three characters they brought back to life that died during Infinity War and Endgame have kind of been brought back in a very similar way. Loki. Because Gamora, Loki, and... And we obviously haven't seen Loki yet, so I Loki might be wrong. Hasn't but died. Gamora, Loki, and Vision have all <laughs> no, kind of been like brought denial. back in the way of... <laughs> oh, we... They died, but we brought back a different version of them whose memories are a bit different. No, 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 no. you got it wrong. There are two Lokis now because the original Loki has never died. No, he did. He got his neck snapped by denial. Thanos, Melanie. He got I his am... neck snapped. Okay, we guys, heard it. I have, watched, guys, I have gonna... watched so many TV shows. I can be in den- I'm an expert at being in denial. Okay, guys, we're going to pause this uh, episode here whilst we take Melanie off for an intervention. Uh, <laughs> um... Um, the character I'm most excited for coming back is Monica because yeah. she flew off at the end to go to Captain Marvel 2. And I'm really excited for Captain Marvel 2 because I didn't like Captain Marvel 1 that much. But I know the second one is going to have Monica and Miss Marvel in it. Yeah. And I think if they do that right as a cool little Marvel characters... <laughs> Marvel, I say Marvel characters, they're all Marvel characters. And the characters <laughs> who are Marvel at the end of their name. See, uh, I would rather... Them, I think it would be really cool. I would rather have them have set up Doctor Strange 2 than Captain Marvel 2 because I like Doctor Strange. I want more of Doctor Strange and not more <laughs> can we, Captain uh, America. Uh, I just want America, more Jimmy Captain Boo. Marvel. Um, can we Jack. count Monica powers? It's... Superhero landing and blob bullets. <laughs> yeah, she, um, she can also walk through didn't. things that trucks can't drive through. Yeah, that's, that's a power. and that could be a very useful thing because I can think of lots of things that trucks can't drive through. <laughs> yeah, is that her? That's her spin-off space. That's her, space is a thing. That's her spin-off the series. It's um, <laughs> what trucks can't drive through, but Monica can. <laughs> Monica can. <laughs> and you get a it was Agatha all along style theme for. What trucks can't drive through, but Monica. Can. <laughs> <laughs> I like the aesthetics on her eyes, though. That looks really cool. Um, yeah, it's weird that they spent a lot of time setting up her sort of getting her powers, but then also not explaining properly what they are. Because it's like, mm. well, very... we'll get that. We'll get that later. Well, yeah, I think it's we weird that they devote a lot of are. time to setting it up and then don't. They're not like, okay, and this is what you got at the end of the show, and it's just sort of like, okay, she. Her eyes change colour sometimes? Like, like the if you're going to spend a lot um, of time setting it up, tell us what you've set up. Don't be like, now go off. Yeah. Set no. some... Yeah. You're right. The oh, transition. Also, there was a scroll just she's... there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, that's... Right. That's going to be a, a recurring thing, I reckon. Was that, was because that Secret Invasion's coming up. waiting for her to get superpowers. <laughs> yeah. So it could go, right, now you're going to space. Let me just I mean, uh, check my uh, superhero stopwatch to see if she's got them yet. Uh, I mean, I nope. think I think expect a lot more of that um, in the coming. Just characters sort of showing up at the end of films and going, well, "I'm a scroll," and well, I knew no, how this just was like end the whole time. having having bits and pieces here and there because we've got Secret Invasion coming up. You know, it's a big scroll story. Is it going to be a TV show? Secret Invasion. Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what would have been better instead so, yeah. of a scroll turning up. 
is having Nick Fury turn up again and say, <laughs> and we're putting scrub. together a team. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers one 2. One all Miss Marvels and Captain Marvels and people from the first Captain could Marvel. Have, or what would have been even better is um, Quicksilver. <laughs> <laughs> it's Quicksilver. Yeah, actual that. Quicksilver. Yeah, actual. What's his Not name? Ralph Boner. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Ralph Boner. <laughs> Oh, you should have got Quicksilver to turn back um, from uh, Age of Ultron, but he's actually playing Kick-Ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like um, Doctor Strange Which shows Evan up. Which Peters oh, was also Do- in. Doctor Strange, yeah. Doctor Strange uh, rocks up, opens up more portals, and just all the Kick-Asses walk out. Just <laughs> I, I will say that the biggest change this show had, because I thought, I didn't think this show would particularly change anything massive about the future of the mcu until i started watching it and the show convinced me that it would and then rub, like rip that rug out but the thing that it's changed the most for me is that i don't think the multiverse of madness will be what we all think it is i don't think it's going to be a big marvel multiverse i think at most we will meet different versions of Doctor strange and wonder and maybe some other already existing mcu heroes but i don't think it's going to be parallel earth Doctor strange played by pedro pascal question mark <gasps> yeah i see melanie that's melanie. the mandalorian level cameo <laughs> melanie's got her <laughs> melanie's got her thirst face on <laughs> um hey Pedro's anything just is a there, very good actor okay. is there anything else you guys want to talk about throw out mention discuss theorize <laughs> debate rant other adjectives i hope i hope jimmy woo isn't the next ant-man film <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, we're getting so. more Jimmy. Um, how cute yeah. was it of having him learn the card trick? Very, oh, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I hope he shows up in the next Ant Man and is good friends with Scott. And I hope yeah. Ant Man three is just people chilling out, being friends. Oh yeah, with Paul Rudd. Ah, <laughs> just living the dream life, eh? Okay. Um, on that, I, more... my last thought on One Division is that I hope the other MCU shows are better than this. <laughs> I'm. Which ones are you most amped for? Um, uh, I think Miss Marvel, Loki. Uh, Loki Armor for Wars, me. Yeah. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Get my, get my Tom Hiddleston first on. Mm. <laughs> what did you guys think of the final end tag? The um, her out in the wilderness. Oh yeah, yeah, cabin. yeah. I thought that hut. CGI cabin was really bad. I, <laughs> the cabin CGI. I was just yeah, sort of waiting for. I, it like panned in, and I thought there was going to be like a demon watching her, or like. I know it's a bit of a meme at this point, but like Mephisto it's... or even Doctor Strange, sort of like some astral like thing that, and he you pan out and he's just like got an, got his eye on her. But no, it was just her reading the book. But then you could have just had her read the book. Why is she sat on the porch? There's when... no one to fall. Like, it's like when projection, right? When a Marvel character thinks that their arc is finished, but they've actually got a bit more to go that they don't know about yet, they go and think they're retiring to a quaint house in the woods. Hawkeye did it, but then he had to come back because his family died. Hulk did it at the end of Incredible Hulk, but then he had to come don't back because an MCU happened. Thanos did it. Um, Iron Man did it, but then he had to come back because Endgame happened. And now Scarlet Witch has done it. He, she's just in that MCU hero transition of, I'm going to think I'm settling down in a quaint house in the woods, but actually I've got I more to go. I don't think she doesn't look like she's settling down. She looks like she's reading from a book of the damned. <laughs> she looks like one version yeah. of her is settling down, and the other yeah. is freaking out with witch stuff. <laughs> Do we hear her kids as well? I think. Yeah, her kids. Yeah, yeah. What's going on there? I think she's searching the multiverse for her kids, and that's going to be where Doctor Strange uh, will come in. Yeah, should that be cool? Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, she's going to yeah. try and kidnap her kids from a different wonder. Oh, I'm so <laughs> I'm so hyped for Doctor Strange too. Like, I'm unbelievably hyped. 
and I've not seen any materials or anything about it. Just remember, Sammy, don't get too hyped for the MCU no, because they like to punish people. No, who I do. can't. I can't. I can't not. Un- I can't unhype myself. I, the alternative I, I is definitely... getting hyped for DC films. <laughs> That's not. A, I'm, I'm not in that headspace. <laughs> I've definitely warmed up to Doctor Strange a lot more. Yeah, he's excellent. Yeah. And on uh, my Doctor Strange first sort of. Uh, spiel. You can thirst. <laughs> I can thirst over anyone I want to. Yeah, Melanie. you can. You can. Uh, we'll wrap up this thirsty this thirsty talk. Uh, we'll say <laughs> goodbye. So that is goodbye from me and from Melanie. Goodbye. And from Mike. What is Evan Peters if not the Mandarin persevering? <laughs> and from Jack waving us out on his first uh, Sorry Meadows oh. proper podcast. Guys, I'm I'm getting together a team of podcasters. <laughs> it's called the Podcast Initiative. <laughs> the Podcast Initiative. Okay. Bye everyone. End of episode. Bye. Cut cut it yeah. here. Who was editing this? <laughs> Bona. Oh god.